travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. The movies. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's great! You've probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. We're here. Dude, I don't know about this. Come on, man. We're going to Vegas. You know we need to do this. We're going to look like Oompa Loompas. No, we're not. It's going to work out fine. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Walking on Sunshine Tanning Salon. My name is Katrina. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No, come on, dude. It's perfect. We're kind of booked up today, so you guys are going to have to share one booth. Fine by me. Oh, jeez. Great, here's the key to room three. Oh, and remember, we asked that all clothing be removed for safety reasons? That's it. I'm out of here. Shut up, dude. I'll put a sock on it. We'll be fine. I'll just switch this baby on. I'll let you go first. You still get your sweat and Chewbacca hair all over the place. You know, can't you just be a little bit happy? We're going to be all tan for Lost 80s Weekend in Vegas. Dude, we're naked together in a room the size of a phone booth. If I get any happier, we're going to be in big trouble. Fine, grumpy pants. Let me get my iPod and I'll just get started. And don't forget your sock. Mm, the landlord says the land looks great, but he's just there to irritate. Uh, don't worry. Dude, are you singing Bobby McFerrin? Uh, yeah. You know, if you're going to sing a crappy song, at least get the words right. The landlord says your rent is late, not the lair looks great. Calm down, I'll switch the songs. Oh, I just want to shut Mmm, Kilago, Montego, baby, why don't we go to Sarasota and Costco? Because I like to stop. take it. Stop, stop. Are you intent on singing every lousy song from 1988? What'd you just hit me with? My sock. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, with TampaBay.com. And with me, kind of wish she was with me in the tanning booth instead of Sean, the lovely Kathy Wass. Not on your life, Steve Spears. Come on. <laughs> I had a sock on. It was all good. Oh, it was a tube sock. Puppies, Very long puppies, tube. puppies. Already? Yes, already. I'm telling you, this show's going to be full of puppies. In. And uh, also with us, um, it is true, he's very hairless. Times pop <laughs> music critic Sean Daly. You know, that hurts, Steve, because um, if you've been following us on Facebook and on, on our blogs and such. And judging uh, by the stats, you have not. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, you Sorry. bastard. Uh, Steve is, in fact, growing a mustache. Again. Yes. He kind of looks like Chaplin right now. How long does this take? Is this like a two-month process? It could be done by the end of this show, <laughs> the way that my uh, body works. Yeah, it's a really thick... It's going to be like the Thriller video. Oh, it's not like a in. pencil-thin mustache. It's like a thick, uh, like 1970s Harry Reams, Paul Blart 
Yeah, mustache. But you were afraid you looked like some sort of child molester. <laughs> Stanley Tucci in the lovely bones. Oh wow! So he's yeah. also added the uh, the goatee, <laughs> yeah. which uh, in his mind softens the. Soft- uh, now you just look like a serial killer. Or you stash. Yeah, uh, but. You know, out of sympathy, check this out, oh. Kathy. I too am growing facial <laughs> hair. Know, wow. This is about three weeks' growth. You like it? <laughs> yeah. I look like Stoltzness from Witness. Time for milking. I have dated Jambuk. <laughs> Jambuk. Time for milking. I have dated women who have more facial hair than you. Oh. Uh, well, Recently, you know. My, yeah, I can't see. For some reason, it grows under my yes, chin. It does. So it is accentuates right all my chins. <laughs> a very Instead of camouflaging them. I've been looking at my stash. Your stash. The thing is, is like by the time we go to Vegas, it'll look just like this. Yes, exactly. exactly. Anyway, I'm shaving mine off. I have a, a, a TV appearance on Saturday, so I got to go clean shaven. Yeah. But Steve will continue to be the Burt Reynolds of the Stuck in the 80s Nation <laughs> yeah. when we go to Vegas, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But first of all, we have business to attend to. Yes, the horrible hits they have returned. Yes, and, they uh, have. For those of you who have been living on another planet, here's how they work. We have picked 10 songs that we believe are horrible hits of the year 1988. And that means that they were indeed hits. They, they were really high on the charts. We may have loved them then. We hate them now. You know, Steve, I'm not one for hyperbole. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> but I'm going to say that the horrible hits of 1988 are by far... <laughs> The worst, the yet. worst, the most horriblest, yes, of uh, any hits we have had thus far. No, I, they I are agree. so atrocious. Yes, we have some revered icons on the list, especially one that we're all going to hell for for putting it on, especially this time of year. Yeah, look at you grinning with your stash. <laughs> it's, it's like twelve inches wide you're when like, I grin. Me- you're like Mephistopheles. <laughs> that thing is going to be. Oh, by the way, Steve did buy his free mustache ride shirt at Walmart, so. Oh. That'll be nice and pressed for the Vegas trip. But anyway, why don't we get uh, started on the list? What do you say, gang? You ready? Let's All right, go. Let's do it. Number 10. UB40, red, red wine. I get UB40 confused with simply red. <laughs> that little leprechaun. Was he in both yes, of them? Yes, a bunch of leprechauns everywhere. You never and, saw them together, did you? Did UB40 ever have like an original? Didn't they do an Elvis camp help, help falling in love? They did too. And I mean, yeah. this and was their most do, heinous. I got, and they did. Cover. I got you, babe. Oh, yeah. right, right. Well, I mean, their, their whole album, Labor of Love, I think is all covers. Yeah. But, but those were their only hits. Right, yeah. This song actually. Um, they covered it. Now, obviously, it's a Neil Diamond original, right? Yes. But they actually swear that they never heard Neil Diamond's version. Oh, you know what? Whatever. That is like an insult to injury. No, it's not. They said that when they first heard it for the first time, it was the reggae version done by Tony Tribe, which we all, you know, really aware of. <laughs> well, they were. You know, Neil Diamond said that. never heard of him. Okay, Tony Tribe. possible. That's that terrible. Were... I hate him even more now. Neil Diamond is like the William Shatner of rock. I love Neil Diamond. <laughs> Don't that, give me that look. You don't like no, Neil Diamond. I love Neil Diamond, but I wouldn't consider him the William oh, Shatner. Love on the rocks, <laughs> Spock. I mean, it's like everything he doesn't. He just like everything. You know, America, my country, <laughs> tis of thee. I mean, it's like bad hammy acting. I love him, but he's the William Shatner of yeah. rock. Steve, am yeah, I right? Yeah, it's a brilliant statement. Thank okay. you, thank you. Brilliant, I, and I do love that movie though, the jazz singer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Saving Silverman. Hello again. I tear up. 
Oh, yeah. Hello again. <laughs> and did you see the beard and stash that he grows in that movie? Excellent. Oh, man. I, you know, I'm extremely jealous of anyone that can generate um, furry, thick facial hair. <laughs> so, again, e- even more reason to adore Mr. Neil Diamond. Yes. Do you think, people, not, do you think people are going to give us some crap, though? I mean, because let's face it, this song is really not that harm. I mean, it's really not that harmful. It's a, it's a fun little ditty. I, you know what? I, when I think of this song, I think of uh, a bunch of annoying sorority girls like <laughs> joining arms. Is there any other like, kind? <laughs> no, I, uh, no, you know, I usually enjoy sorority girls. Um, yeah, but, but that's but these are annoying midnight. ones, and they're all like kind of yeah, they're drunk, oh. they're locking hands and singing. Bre- that is that look, stash. No, no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I have the same complex with um, Piano Man by Billy Joel because there was a really epic tale in Gainesville one time where I was at a sorority party and someone starts playing Piano Man and all the sorority girls all locked arms and did the little swaying routine. Yeah, yeah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, and I just want, I just want to get my Piano Uzi. Man dead to me now. Really? Because of that? You oh, be 40, and then that here. remake of Lean On Me, the same thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is our song. Yeah. This is our jam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm such issues. I'm so angry. Why am I so angry at the world? You're going to be angry at, number, at the next song. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Number nine. She's so mean, but I don't care. Wild Wild West by the Escape Club. Mm. There is nothing vaguely Western or <laughs> no, Dodge City about the uh, Escape Club. No, no, no. There's not. Sorry, wow. the Escape Club actually is going to be at the Lost Eighties Weekend. Yes. In Las Great, awesome. When we're there, now I can't bash the damn song. I Spears, know. thanks. Great. Let's take it off the list because we maybe love they won't Escape play Club. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they won't play their one hit. That's actually very funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, no. man. They're going to do like a 20-minute version of Wild Wild West. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be so smashed the extended, by that extended, extended version. Can you name no. another song? Can you name another song by Escape Club? <laughs> no, man. Without... Shake for the Sheik. Gonna shake for the Sheik. When Spears and I are in the bathroom together, I always say, oh, shake for the chic. Is that what was going on in the tanning salon? Spears, does this look sore to you? And he's like, stop it. Oh, <laughs> puppies. Is it just me or does this taste bitter? Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know if I should get that or not. <laughs> yeah, just bleep that. Yes. Yeah, hey, all right. No, sorry. I was working blue. I apologize. Yeah. Hey, let's get back on track oh. again. Um, <laughs> wait, let's talk about Las Vegas. Oh, come on. We had the most homoerotic opening. Spears and I are naked in a tanning booth together, and I made some little harmless yeah, joke. Harmless. Yep. You know what? I, uh, anyway. All right. Las Vegas. <laughs> let's put her on the spot. Kathy Wass, are you going to Las Vegas? It's not looking good. Why? Right now. What? I'm going to be in Chicago the week before. Uh, that's, that's not really a bogus. reason. That's kind of just... What's lousy? What's, so you want the money situation? Yeah, that yeah. I'm doing. That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, yeah. money Plus sits. Time. We are in a recession. Vegas is like the cheapest city in the world. Though. I'm gonna win tons of money. I'll pay for all of us. There you go. I'm, the, I'm a great plus, sports gambler. Plus, I'm kind <laughs> of afraid 
Why? <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> to be with you two. Oh, oh first of all. I don't want to go home with Mike Tyson's tiger, okay? <laughs> that should be the least but, of your worries. Yeah, you um, you probably have uh, more reason to worry with me about that with Spears. Spears is going to be knee deep in the Spearsettes That's for the entire true. weekend. That's true. And we all know that we'll never um, even see. We, all, we know that I'm chased, and that when I go, <laughs> I'm going to wind up on like a locked roof somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but see, I'm I'm happy, Mr. Happy Go Lucky. <laughs> hey, hey, look at me, guys. <laughs> Anyway, I say you come out. We already have 20 listeners. Wow. Uh, yeah. 20 listeners who have signed up. Um, just to let you guys know, we have a party suite for both Friday and Saturday night. Um, we're talking about get a, getting a cabana, right? Or a cabana boy. Cabana okay, boy. now if you get a cabana boy, I might be well, in. I could be your cabana yeah. boy. I could put on my Magnum <laughs> P. You know what's really sad is a cabana boy would be cheaper than renting a cabana in Vegas. Yeah, yes, it probably would. True. Um, but yeah, we have lots of stuff for for people. If you can come out, let us know. That whole Vegas weekend, we'll be keeping our updates on Facebook, so you know where we are at all times. You know, Steve, I'll take advantage of that. You <laughs> know, the Las Vegas Police Department keeping track of that. <laughs> I'm being fingerprinted right now. Oh, yeah, forget it. We'll get to it in a <laughs> sec. Fingers. Spears is going to be C blocking me the whole time on no, Facebook. No, that's not true. I never <laughs> look at this. No, you're oh already, my God. you know I I don't want to get into it, but you're already doing shenanigans. That's, that's to so totally like hamstring me. I'm I hamstrung my Achilles. I can't walk. Which is it? Your Achilles or your hamstring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so Kathy, I hope you can make it out to Vegas. You, I will really, it will be a great time. <laughs> don't give me that look. It will. It's gonna be epic. It will be epic. I don't want to die. No. <laughs> But party sweet. Uh, the more the merrier. Come on in. Yeah. In the meantime, let's party on with the list. Number eight. And I don't want to go on to you like that. Don't want to be a feather in your cap. Just want to tell you, honey, I ain't mad. But I don't want to go on to you like that. No, Elton John has done us wrong. I don't want to go on with you like that. Yeah, from the Red Strikes Back album. Reginald Dwight wow. was his real name, of course. And this album also, I owned it on vinyl. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. I bet you don't still and own it, it on had, vinyl. He does. Uh, God, that's a really good question. I might. I'm going to go home tonight and check. But he did a remake of Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's, which is one of my favorite Elton John songs off Honky Chateau. You guys are giving me blank looks. It's a great song. Go check it out. <laughs> But this whole album, this was really... Shut up, Spears. I didn't this say is, anything. No, you're rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> oh, am I yeah. C-blocking you now? <laughs> yeah. No, you do it every no, night you go home. It. You know, shut, be quiet for a second. <laughs> every <laughs> night Spears goes home and gets on the computer, and all you do is C-block me. You put down little mines. <laughs> okay. Little proxy mines. <laughs> After this whole confession <laughs> about Elton John, you are C-blocking yourself. <laughs> no. That was so true. No, what? Oh, look at him. How do you not like Elton John? <laughs> that's, not like, that's like saying you, you don't like air, you don't like lasagna. I mean, how do you not like I Elton John? Hey, look, Elton John is great, either. but let's just say that the no, 80s this is when... were not a great decade for Elton John. No, no it was no, not. Well, some of them, part, the early oh. ones were. Oh. I'm still standing, it's kind of a... Oh. Oh. He, switched, he switched back into Ernest Sean. <laughs> so, it was so quick. But this I... album sucked. This is when it started all going bad. And yeah, it has something to do with... I don't know. He, he started to like... Process his voice weird or something like that, and he couldn't really write. Wasn't and... like Candle in the Wind on this album too? I think it was. N- no. no, the original Candle in the Wind. The original Candle in the Wind is from Goodbye Yellowbrick Road, but yeah. then he redid that crappy thing for Princess Diana. Yeah. Right? Oh, there we go. Well, that's what I'm remembering. No, yes, but yeah, are. the original Candle in the Wind is beautiful. I've never seen Elton John in concert twice. I've had tickets, and twice he canceled for throat reasons. Yeah. 
I saw him. I saw. <laughs> Take that as you will. It was rescheduled. Yeah, he was with and Billy Joel again. And I've did, seen him three yeah. or four times. He's great. He's tireless. If he's, he's in yeah. Vegas when we're in Vegas, him. he'll cancel. I'm telling no, you. No, he's actually puts on a good show. He I'm does. Sure he I, does. I agree. I agree. She's a great guy. This song, ready? No, no, it's not a good song. It's, though. it's. You know, yeah. we've we've been kind up till now. We've been funny. It's oh, all about seed blocking. I don't even want to be in this room when you announce. Here this. we go. No. Just get it over with. Number seven. Dirty Diana by the late Michael Jackson. Take it away, Steve. And uh, we announce it what a year to the day from his since his death. Yes, I still well. feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. All right, it's off the bad album. Yeah, it's not no, great. No, Wait, uh, it did it. You what we used to call it? I think Dapina Dot. No, because it didn't. Even, I was like, what is he even saying? It didn't even sound like Dirty Diana. Oh well, he saw it. Dirty Diana. No, no, he doesn't say it that weird. Yeah. It does. Anyway, it's not a great song. Uh, Steve Stevens does the guitar solo. He's uh, the one from Billy Idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did yeah. Billy Idol's. Uh, he does the solo on Rebel Yell. He does that. Yep. That thing. That I wonder what Steve Stevens is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. I, I heard that he and Billy Idol got back together. Yeah. That they were like collaborating again. So that's, that's good cool. news. Good guitar. Oh. But yeah, Dirty Diana, not one of Michael's top uh, forty songs. Out of all the great Ma- Michael Jackson songs, I could tell you right now, I did not own this album. He's on Bad? No. No. Did you own Thriller? Of course. Yeah. But I don't think I bought How Bad. How could you not go out and buy Bad after Thriller? Well, for I one, mean, it was on radio constantly. Yeah, Did you really no. need to buy it? I just it? can't didn't. stop loving you. No. You, didn't, you didn't need to, to buy Is it. Is the song by uh, about Diana Ross? Is it? I don't know. No, it's about like a, a stalker fan. Is it about Am Diana Ross? Am I the only Ross? one who did research for this show? <laughs> wow, there's a sh- change. Um, and what have we learned from stalker? It's on my head. And what have we learned from stalker fans over the years, Sean? I'm not touching that one either. Okay, so That's yeah, a Dream whole Diana, not good. show to itself. But um, I didn't really like the song Bad that much either. I liked no. I Just Can't Stop Loving You. Kathy, uh, and then Smooth Criminal is yeah. Oh, that's I like sort that a lot. of absolute okay. genius. I'll give you. you that. Know, go back and listen to that. Yeah, and it is so. I mean, it's overproduced to the hilt, but every uh, layer of that thing is absolutely the album or the song. Genius. Smooth Criminal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's 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 classic. I actually had my wisdom teeth pulled out while that was playing on like the little TV set above me. So to, to this day, I have that association with wow. wisdom teeth. But I still like the song, and I was watching... Um, <laughs> because you, you enjoyed that. Well, torture. I was on nitrous oxide. I enjoyed everything. Um, I would even enjoy this podcast. <laughs> the, um, but the thing is, I was watching This Is... Uh, was it This Is It? The Michael Jackson movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they've been Great. playing it nonstop this week because it's the anniversary yes. of his death. And um, when he performs Smooth Criminal live, my God, it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Were you shocked about how lucid he was yes. when you watched that? Yes, Un- incredibly shocked. It made me, I mean, I have no doubt that he was on those painkillers and stuff, but, I mean, he is so incredibly lucid and real, and just seeing him, like, in, in the, the creative process with people, I started to, like... I, feel, I felt really bad. I felt really yeah. bad. Like, Mike. I mean, I thought he was a complete vegetable at the end, you know? No. And I, I know nothing about this guy, Conrad Murray, the doctor who's now, you know, facing homicide yeah. charges. But uh, I felt really bad. Like, my God. I mean, there was still a lot of Michael left. And yeah. there's a snippet in This Is It where it's from the press conference that he gave for the tour in London. Yeah. And he's hilarious. He's funny. 
he's like he's like uh, uh, approachable. It's like I mean, usually he would give these kind of like tight, weird, like hello, you know, that's thing. But he's really a cool dude. Yeah, I wanted to hang out with MJ. Yeah. So you start to think, oh man, what the hell happened? It's sad. It's a sad movie to watch. Yeah, well, yeah. it is. I mean, it's a great movie. Go check it out. It's a little long, but it's still yeah, uh, it's like very two, good. two and a half hours. I, now I'm starting to feel bad about the Dirty Diana thing a little bit. <laughs> no, don't. Let's well, move on. No, we love you, Michael. We love you, Michael. Okay. Keep it real. Number six. Cheap trick. Don't be cruel. Now, Robin Zander is a close personal friend of mine. At least he used to be. Yes. Yeah. Until uh, this podcast. But yeah, I mean, they have so many great, you know, Dream Police, uh, I Want You to Want Me. So many great songs. This, not so much. No. I don't know why you, I mean, now, in the later years, Cheap Trick went and they did a lot of cover songs. I know they did some Beatles stuff. Well, they did the whole Sgt. Pepper's right. album. Right, yeah, yeah. but so they, they really started honoring, I guess, the bands that inspired them. But for some reason, don't be cruel. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't no, like the original. No. No. I've never, I was never an Elvis Presley what? fan. Oh, jeez. You know, Spears, why, do you, why do you drop these bombs? I know. It's not that much of a bomb. How can you not like the king? I bet I'm not the only one I got one in a there. fight with somebody the other day about this who didn't was like Was it a Presley. real fight or were you just like flaming them on Facebook? You're such a dude. <laughs> I hate you so much. Why you are you know such what? a tool? If I devoted... Oh, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Yeah, we didn't. Li- we don't like this. Look at that smile with the stupid stash on your face. Is it what? Is it because he was dead before the eighties? You can't like him. Oh, no. Boom! No. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just a, he was a caricature. Oh, I can't. Oh, you think you don't think the? All right, listen. Oh my the God. king represented a lot of things in in twentieth uh, century America, right? But come on, he could sing a song. Yeah, he could yeah. sing. If that's what he would just do, I'd be happy with it. But he was always he always had to be ten times that. He had to dress he like, an, like an ass with a cape. Dress like an ass? What are you talking like about? He had to appear in the most ridiculous movies. I kind of like oh, Elvis movies. I like Clam Elvis Bake. movies. How can you call Clambake ridiculous? Oh. Clambake might be one of the number, the number oh, one ridiculous Elvis Presley movies. You just said the magic word. Clambake? Clambake. I love that. Fine. I like Presley. Um, I like the I, You're outvoted on this one. You are. It's I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight, Wass. Yeah, I know. I really am. Well, you will. And, and how is that different from any other night? <laughs> wow! Oh. Whoa, she is. I love. Wow. Oh, that's the first time I saw actual. You wounded Spears. Yes. Uh, you know, only one thing can make me feel better. The Seggies. <laughs> ah, the mystical refrain means it's time for reader mailbag. Sean Daly is. Uh, he's got a real serious look on his face. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's going to hit us with we're something having, deep. We're having real trouble today, aren't we? Yeah. We need to go to therapy, I think. Yeah. Couples therapy. <laughs> Sexual therapy. <laughs> it was the tanning booth. Spearsy and I were at the Ritz-Carlton in Sarasota the other day. And Steve, why were we down there? To accept an award well, for uh, innovation and journalism. Yes. the stuck, stuck in, in the 80s. The Stuck in the 80s podcast yeah. and uh, the blog won for first place for innovation. The Florida Society of Newspaper Editors vote us number one. I got a third place. <laughs> I got a third place for features in arts writing. Come on, I, be- I beat out some serious, some Pulitzer winners for third place. But <laughs> we're sitting there in the crowd. I'm about to get my third place. And uh, I'm like, you think anyone will clap? And Spears looks at me and says, 
no one claps for third place. <laughs> and I just kind of went up oh, there no. with my shoulders slumped. Sean Daly, cricket, cricket. Oh. But anyway, um, after we come out, we're feeling pretty good. We got a first, we got a third. And we come out, and this guy comes up to me and says, uh, oh, he's, he's kind of older. What do you say? He's about like 45, 50? Yeah. You know, your age? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and he's real nervous. And he's like, I just, oh my God, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. What did I tell my wife about this? You, you guys are so talented. You know, you, you're so good. At first, I thought he was just talking about me, like my work, you yeah. know? Yeah, of course. Because, of course, because you then always he's like, think oh my that. God, I should get an autograph. I should get an autograph. You guys are so talented, so good. And he's really, like, nervous. And I'm like, oh, what's your wife's name? Wife's name is like, oh, it's Susan, blah, blah. I'll tell her, you know, we said <laughs> hi. And then he looks over at Steve with kind of this kind of weird look on his face and he points to his name tag. He's like, oh, yeah. Spearsy, like he saw Steve Spears, and it didn't make sense. But then he's like, "Oh yeah, Spearsy." Like he couldn't, like he, you are only Spearsy now, like Bono or Sting. Great. You were just Spearsy, but Steve Spears, he couldn't process, which I thought was a little weird. But it was a really nice moment, wasn't it? It was. I can, fine. you know, I run into fans every now and then, but that one, I gotta say, like he was really, like he was really blown away. It was fun. It's always fun when someone comes up to you in the middle of nowhere and says something. Like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I didn't Absolutely. know what to say to the guy. I mean, he was such, you know. I didn't. Was that him saying he wanted an autograph? I would have given it. We would have given him one. I would have signed anything. I think you. I think you <laughs> friended, pull it out, buddy. I'll <laughs> sign oh. it. And I think you friended his wife on Facebook. Yeah, you know <laughs> no, he would have. Hello. I checked her out. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so here's our first letter. It's from Just Drew in Simi Valley. I haven't even finished the last podcast, but I had to stop and write that the phrase Merlin of <laughs> blocking is my favorite phrase ever. Last week, I accused Steve of being the Merlin of <laughs> blocking, but it was actually kind of like a, a backhanded compliment because even though you are a <laughs> blocker, you're quite uh, a wizard at it. <laughs> you're quite good. You're quite you're very, very good. You're, you're, you're among the best. So Just Drew really enjoyed that. Um, congrats on the award, on the FSNE award. You guys completely deserve it. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and yours is by far the funniest out there. It is even better produced than This American Life, wow. which is well wow. done, but not as well produced as Stuck in the 80s. Thanks for all the great podcasts, and keep up the good work. Just Drew and Simi Valley. Very nice. Thank wow. you, Drew. Yeah. Great. It's very nice. Merlin of... <laughs> I'm trying to count up the number of beeps I have to insert in the editing yeah. process. Can't, come on. That now could be I'm like a rooster. <laughs> Stop. <Wow. laughs> that's a really good uh, rooster. You. you know your c***s? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that's not going to get bleeped. No, not at this all. This is bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> all right. Our next letter um, is from Scooter Rob. I grew up in St. Pete and loved the movie Cocoon. Last week, of course, was our Cocoon episode with the great Steve Persall. As for the scene between Wilford Brimley and Barrett Oliver, I believe it was filmed out in Fort DeSoto. I also got to meet Ron Howard during the setup for the wedding scene. It was done in the back of the First Methodist Church using the beautiful stained glass window as a backdrop. I remember thinking that what I should call him, Mr. Howard, Ron, Ronnie, Opie, or Richie. Yeah, Mr. Howard is probably really yeah. good. Probably Opie probably not going to work. No. I was able to get an autograph for a friend that wasn't there that day. Mr. Howard was great, and I thought how young he looked, even though he had a Spears mustache <laughs> going on. Interesting. So Scooter Rob is saying the Spears mustache ages one. Yes. Ages a person. Yeah. It's, coming, it's coming in a little gray, I'll tell you that. I, on, in all honesty, it's coming in good. Yesterday, I couldn't make eye contact with you, <laughs> but today it looks nice. It's growing in. Mm -hmm. It'll be weird to see on Monday. It'll be like a chia pet. <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll come up to me. Hello. I'll be. I wouldn't. I won't know who know. it is. You know. It's like Bizarro Spears. He'll have a Wilford Brimley mustache <laughs> by Monday. Speaking of which, good segue. <laughs> Scooter Rob, I also tried to speak with Mr. Brimley. He was sitting across the street in Williams Park feeding the squirrels. He wasn't very friendly at the time. Nope. <laughs> and I later surprised. found out that he was trying to get into character and didn't want to be bothered. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> next, during the mystery movie clip, Steve, you said that the big chill took place in Michigan. Survey says, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> the big chill was filmed in South Carolina and took place in the low country. Ooh, they all went to college at Michigan University. Also, did you know that Kevin Costner played the dead friend at the beginning of the movie? I did indeed know that. I did, yes. Guys, I love the podcast, and I don't think that you have jumped the shark yet. Just keep them coming. I listen at work or when I'm walking the dogs, and I love laughing out loud. It takes away all the pressures. Thanks, Scooter Rob. That's nice. Thank you, Rob. There you go. Two very, very nice letters. I don't mind being caught on the floor for getting that wrong. The more I don't know about Big Chill, that's a badge of honor. <laughs> Yeesh. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. We will play a clip of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, um, we're just going to say your name from now on. If, you like, if you're a newbie, I'll, we'll send you a sticker. But to be honest, my God. You know, the number of people who get them right these days, I, I could spend all week sending out stickers. Good question. Thanks for going the extra mile. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for uh, treating our fans right. Oh, say the two people who are investing a total of 45 minutes into today's show. (laughs) For shame. Uh (laughs) I don't know. I got nothing to follow. I know you don't. I'm too busy filling your stinking page in the newspaper. Say it. How many stories have I written for you this week? Three. Two. And I make you look good, you son of a bitch. I'm too busy working three jobs. Yeah. She's got a reason. She's got a a reason. She's got a reason. You know what? You are unbelievable. I do so much. People don't even know. Listeners don't even know how much. Sean, I need a review. I need you to do a top five for me. Boom, boom, boom. I never say no to you. Ever. Go move on. Stupid mystery movie moment. Pay attention. Here was last week's (laughs) mystery clip. No, in ten minutes it's history. At four o'clock I'm a dinosaur. That's Wall Street. (laughs) And about everybody got it right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here are some of our favorite winners. Go ahead. The man known only as Rowan. We haven't heard from him lately. Bill Harris in Illinois. Peter Ryan of Montreal. Sarah Warden. And the legend, Steve McLame, Glasgow, Scotland. <laughs> yes. The legend um, sent me a nice little note the other day. He wants to get into music writing, and he asked for some tips. Oh, cool. And so I gave him a couple. But I'm not going to tell you what I told him, because I like him. And I don't like <laughs> you. Oh. Rotten hell. Both of you. What? Both of you. What did I do? Um, so anyway, if you need writing tips, just fire me a note. Great. You won't. <laughs> what were you going to say, huh? Nothing. Nothing. What? My rhyming schemes? My Susian wordplay? What? Not charming you anymore, huh? No. Nope. Burt Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. Dad's late. He's so irresponsible. I said, Dad, three o'clock sharp. But no, it's just in one ear, out the other. I need your car. If you know it, email us at stuckin80s at tampa.com because Kathy Wass will gladly return and call you a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain of Name That 80s Tune. Hey, we'll play a snippet of a song, and if you can get it right, Sean will launch himself on another rant of hatred. Nah, I love our listeners. But you don't love me. Nope. Oh, I love you in a special Don't even way. look me in the face. I can't. Is it? 
It's the whiskers. <laughs> whiskers. All right. What was last week's uh, 80s tune? Here we go. That is the great Randy Newman with I Love L.A. Like another perfect day. Randy Newman, my number one dream concert. Dying he, to see him in, in does concert. Does he still perform? Yeah, maybe like every two years. Yeah. I mean, he's getting up there. But uh, I'm dying to see him. And I like if he comes here, i got to kind of weasel out of uh, reviewing it because I just want to sit there and soak it in. Yeah. I don't have to worry about fancy leads for Steve's page to yeah, make Steve exactly. happy. I've never heard Steve you weasel happy. out of a review before. That'd be a first. Oh, God. Oh. I, just, I, just, I hate you. I can't believe I'm going to be stuck in Las Vegas oh. with you and you're... Ridiculous. Stash. It's going to be too hot to go outside. You're going to be like <laughs> stuck in the hotel room. You're like, I should leave, but I can't. Are, are you shaving the stash while you're yes. at Vegas? When we get to Vegas. You uh, might learn to love it, dude. No, nah, I already hate it. When we get to Vegas, I'll shave it probably Saturday night before the concert. Are you going to gather everyone Or maybe around? during while Escape Club plays Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Throw me in a chair on stage, you know, and some, woman, some saloon girl comes out there, you know, shimmying to the song, or oh, a big razor. Man, the Spearzettes are going to be going crazy. That's They're going to shower true. in your... Oh, oh, oh. shavings. Puppies, puppies. Oh. Yes. Yeah, puppies on that one. No. Oh, they're going to be like, yes, they're going to bathe in oh. your... Stop, oh, stop, 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 stop. Okay, who won this one? Even I'm... <laughs> yes, this week's winners and obvious Randy Newman lovers are Jesus Donkey, Deanna in Sacramento. I hope I read that right. <laughs> Tommy Doucette in L.A., Mike Nowowski. Mike Wazowski, Mike Nowoski <laughs> in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mike Wally Walters in San Diego. Adam Wenzel, Captain Ray in the Jupiter Missiles. Lyle in Vermont, Ryan in Kansas, and the lovely and talented Craig Contardi. Lovely, is he? Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at stuckinnews.tampa.com because Sean Daly's turn. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> A wiener. Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. BPTMN. You know, it's funny. Someone actually uh, emailed in or sent me a Facebook message. They hate when we sing that. PPTMN? Yeah. They like the Seggy, but they don't like us doing the PPTMN. It's because we they just can't hate the song? sing. Do they hate the song or they hate our voices together? They hate our voices together. Yeah. I think we got a little Bohemian Rhapsody thing going. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, we it's don't. very, very similar. No. Um, well, should we stop singing it? You can keep drinking. Um, let, people, let the, let the listeners, yeah. What would we do instead? Uh, Let's have the fans <laughs> sing it. Each week, a different fan can sing the PPTMN <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be theme fun. song. You're right. So okay. The, oh, sorry. I guess yeah, that's we actually my have a question. Cue. Shut up, Steve. God. He, oh, huh? that was that was not even faking it. Yeah. When I say your name, like when your mom is like, you know, Stephen Q. Spears, clean up your room. Hi, Stephen, Sean, and uh, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am creating an all '80s playlist for a race that I am running this weekend. Some of the songs in my playlist are "Love for Sale" by Talking Heads. I love that song. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins, Come on, Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot, and Dreams by Van Hagar. So I was wondering, what are some of the songs that you, yes, you, would put on a playlist that would pump you up for a race? Thanks, guys. Sarah in Massachusetts. P.S. Sean, if you happen to read this on the podcast, please, please, please sing your song choices. I always enjoy your singing. Oh, that's nice. Aww. 
Except that, when you do Sarah, BPTMN. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Sarah Massachusetts really enjoys my voice. That's nice. Okay, oh. let's start with Kathy. Kathy, what song would you put on your um, race playlist? I am going to go for the obvious one here. And as she's coming into the finish line, Chariots of Fire. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's nice. So she should do her playlist. So that at the very end, at the very time end. it. Time it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's a lot that. of pressure on her to finish at a certain time. Yeah. Pause. Yeah, like how ironic if like she trips and she's like sprawled on the pavement. Only the tears. Slow mo of the of the medics coming. Oh. That's not very nice. I love you, Sarah. Wow. Godspeed. Uh, my, mine's really uh uh you know kind of obvious too. It would be "Run to the Hills" by Iron Maiden. Run to the hills. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Thanks. And also uh, shoot the thrill by ACDC. <laughs> but I won't sing that. But no. shoot the thrill. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Go ahead, Steve. You know, are you ready? I'm not singing yours. Yes, you are. No, oh, you sing. She you're, said, like, first of all, she said you have to sing them all. Wait, I have yeah, to sing you all sing of them. You ready? By the way, you're singing at the beginning of the show, and the skit was c- quite good. It was cracking me up. <laughs> you don't worry if you're happy. I actually like them the original. Yeah. Okay. Right, uh, my pick would be um, Journeys, Only the Young. You're singing, you're singing it like Iron Maiden. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of like... <laughs> All right, what's next? No, it's just, just that one. Only the young? I, that I, one. I can only run for the, uh, the length of that song anyway. But it reminds me of Vision Quest, the very beginning of Vision Quest, <laughs> oh, when yeah. uh, Matt Modine is... <laughs> he's running across the bridge. So, yeah. Yeah, perfect song. I think Steve also said he wanted a Madonna song. Ugh. <laughs> Ray of Light. How about Ray of Light? And I feel... I love that song. That's not an 80s song, is it? No, no it's not. God, so what? I just <laughs> want to sing Ray of Light. Ugh. Hence the reason you know, he hates um, Elvis. Only the Young was the first song I ever played on CD. Wow. Journey's Greatest Hits was the first uh, thing I ever got on CD. It was Journey's Greatest Hits and Neil Young, Crazy Horse, Live Rust. And I had a brand new CD player and these canoe-sized speakers. And only the young... And it just got louder and louder. It was awesome. My whole shit house... Shaking. Did you say house? Yes, he did. House shaking. Let's say house. It was nice. It was a nice house. Looked like a little church. Camp Hill, PA. Shout out, (laughs) my brothers. I don't think they I am so gone today. I have no idea. I'm. We still have five songs. What? The show's not over yet. Yes, we do. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go through. Here we go. All right. Number five. Pink Cadillac by Natalie Cole. Hmm. At first, I thought you were talking about uh, "Freeway of Love" by Aretha Franklin. They're oh. often confused. We go riding on a freeway. Yeah, oh, and because she's uh, is she in a pink Cadillac? She is that? indeed in a pink Cadillac. But this yes. is a remake of Bruce Springsteen's, Springsteen's pink, pink Cadillac. Yeah, it doesn't make it any less awful. No, it does. You doesn't. guys remember this? I don't. In remember fact, it this. makes it worse. I hated this song. I did too. I mean, from the, from the very moment I heard it. I think Natalie Cole's like whacked out of her mind on blow too. Oh this well, this yeah. Was, this was before she like teamed up with her dad. Yes. You know, her I don't dad. remember this pink cat. No, it was it was a huge. You blocked hit. it out. It was that huge bad. Huge hit. 
Clarence Clemens, all right. He didn't play on this. He played on Freeway of Love. Right. That's what throws you off. I mean, they're I'm thrown off. Yeah, totally. Big time. You guys ready for number four on the list? Yes. Yes. Here we go. Number four. Groovy kind of love by oh. Phil. Collins. Oh God! So <laughs> this song is horrible. You know that is right up there with True as one of oh. my most hated songs. Yes. Take that back. <laughs> no, no, it really, is. really. It gives me the hives, like the the heebie-jeebies. And the worst thing about a groovy kind of love is that this is maybe like 15 years ago when my cousin John and his wife Tiffany got married. Their wedding song, they danced to a groovy kind of love. Oh, oh that's And I just horrible. remember looking on and like, like, and like <laughs> it was like in heart, like, what? What's going on? You know, but the, everything about their wedding uh, was like groovy kind of love. And then they had the dollar dance. The dollar oh, dollar I dance, hate the dollar Where dance. it's like, it's really awkward and you got to put the dollar in the basket to dance with the bride. And like all the guys have to do it. And then you got to make the awkward eye contact. Yeah, and then really I kind of like, and then if you don't do it, then you're a jackass. And I'm dancing you know? with the man's wife. I mean, well, what do you, I kind of do the, the, part, the yeah, high school dance yeah, thing on the, the hips. Wor- the worst part is you don't know how to dance. Like, I couldn't know. wait to get done with the dollar dance. But the worst thing of all, so, so the end of the night, all of a sudden, this weird, like, whale music, new age Enya music starts playing. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was at this wedding. I remember And the DJ, that. it's like some, some whacked out, you know, hippie DJ. And she's like, it is time for the circle of love. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I kind of do a double take. Like, what? did she just say circle of love? Come, let us join hands. You know, and all of a sudden, so <laughs> you, what you do, and it's like in Whoville, where the Who's oh. like, at the end of the Grinch is still Christmas, you gotta link hands and kind of sway back and forth. And the circle of love, you have to go around and say these like affirmations of love for the couple. And the love is supposed to to go into the center like a ball of fire and seal their love. Ooh. And so, as the circle of love goes, it's supposed to get smaller and smaller until the end. Oh, no. It's like a big group hug. Oh. And so I'm thinking, holy. Oh, sh- <laughs> the no. circle of love. Oh. There's got to be 300 people here. It's the biggest circle oh, no. I've ever seen. So, oh, you know, <laughs> and my luck, it's like the, the DJ's looking for a place to start. Oh, no. Boom. Boom. I'm like, no, no. And she's just approaching. Mama. I'm like, I'm locked in. I can't. Mama, no. No. I'm locked in. I can't go circle love. No, you know. I forget what I said. Something like, ah, oh, oh. your love, you know, warms oh. the cockles. Or something oh. like that. It's the worst start to a circle of love. I'm surprised the circle didn't just like crack. I love you, you know? despite your shite taste you know, in music it was and i love john and tiff i love you guys you're my favorite cousins but it was that was rough oh it was a rough wedding wow. and at the end the circle of love it's just getting closer Ooh. and then my mom mary daly the diplomat yells at me for my awful circle of love kickoff she's like you're a writer you couldn't think of anything better i'm like <laughs> mom the, the whole circle of love was jarring it was jarring. It's jarring. I wasn't ready for it. No. And now the reason I'm not married and I don't like to go to weddings and the whole thing makes me sweat is probably because the circle of oh. love. Yeah. See, now my favorite wedding that I ever went to, there was a circle of love, but it was a little different. It was at the end of the night and we all 
formed a circle and we passed the bottle around. Ah. Now that is the way the to end a wedding. Hooch. I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Or totally. like we'll do at your bachelor party, the circle jerk of love. Oh, oh, no. Sorry. Oh. You were thinking it. No, we weren't. <laughs> Uh, actually, this song for Phil Collins, it earned him a Grammy nomination. No, seriously? For no. Best Pop uh, Vocal Performance. It lost, though, to the number three song no. on the countdown. Are you guys ready? Yes. Here we go. Number three. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin Oh, oh <laughs> this song is horrible You know, McFerrin seems like a nice enough guy Yeah Sure You know, but and in a way why, So why did he do this He meant us? well He meant well He was yeah. trying to uplift the nation but in <laughs> fact, it's horrible advice. Don't worry, be happy. You know, landlord. You know, oh, you rent slate. Don't worry about it. Be happy. You know, and then you're out yeah. on the street, freezing your ass off, yeah. and you're like, McFerrin, Listen, listening to this song. <laughs> Get McFerrin on the phone. You know, come down and pay my rent, mother. <laughs> so you yeah, got it's awful. Money to and then you play the oh. whole thing like, oh, like was there an instrument in there and then like a lot of people on my facebook were saying like i we hated robin williams that's when robin williams started to go downhill because he was like mugging with bill Irwin and oh, that. Yeah. the whole thing yeah it's a ah, it's oh. just very disturbing and then the worst of course the song is in your head every time you hear it for like 16 hours afterwards oh yeah. And no earworm, no no A team theme songs. Can yeah, help you really with not, that. this is one of those earworms. You just kind of have to let it go. You just have to suffer through. You know, uh, one ironic thing is I mentioned his name earlier. The legend Steve McGlame is a tough guy, right? You never know what McGlame's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's yes. a body guy. But then, like fifty people say, "Oh, we hate McFerrin," and he gets on. He says, "I hate to be a piece of sand <laughs> in the ass crack of life," or something like <laughs> oh, that. He's awesome. like, "But I kind of like McFerrin," oh. you know. It was very McGlamish wow. and yet not very McGlamish yeah. at all. So he, li- he came out in favor of. Maybe Bobby there's McFerrin. a softer side to him. To the legend, I doubt it. McGlame is crazy. Can you imagine if McGlame was in Vegas. Oh, oh, that guy, I love him, but he is crazier than a house rat. He really, he really is. is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I wish he was going to. Vegas. I can't imagine that it gets worse than "Don't worry, be happy." It does. Oh, but but wait. It, it does right here now. Oh. Ready? Number two. Wish me love for wishing well to kiss and tell. Wishing Well by Terrence Trent Dildo. I cannot believe that you put this number two. You did this just to <laughs> piss me off. Hey, if I wanted to piss you off, lady, i put it number one because that's where it belongs. Oh, please. The only reason you like this trash of a song is because you think he's cute. What? That is so sexist. That's not sexist yes, at all. It's it the is. truth. It's the same way with John Taylor. Oh, John Taylor. He's so hot. I love him. Hey, he also plays bass guitar. Oh, I don't care. I just want to sleep with him. Okay, what? You're Okay, first of all, you're just saying that because you feel weird when you look at Terrence no. Trent Darby and you want Oh, I to feel weird. I feel, like, I feel like I want to strangle him is what I feel like. The guy... You know, people are like, oh, he's got the voice of an angel. The chain-smoking yes. angel. That is a horrible <laughs> voice. 
he yeah. is so talented. You oh, just wish you had in your so, pinky so as much talented. talent. Plus, he was a boxer, and he'll kick your ass. Oh, BFD. Have you seen the size of Steve's pinky, by the way? It's like a ballpark <laughs> Frank. I know, <laughs> man. It comes when you cook it. The, oh, uh, no, no. I think you guys should settle serious, this with no. fists. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's what happens. I put it on my Facebook page. You know, does he belong on the horrible hits list or not? The only people who came to defend him were Australians and women. Was McGlam on there? No, he's Scottish. He's not. <laughs> that there. is not like, true. First of all, first it's, and... it's completely true. Every dude was just like, "No, he's an ass. I hate the song. Sucks." There was a couple women who didn't like him, but for the most part, total dude, approval so just... from the women. Sad. It's you're sad. sexist. I'm you're really enjoying sexist. this, by the way. <laughs> I'm sexist. I'm just pointing out the truth. You're sexist because that's why you like him. Hey, Ka- okay, no. Seriously. Hey, Kathy. Yes. What, what do you think about the rape scenes? No! Yes, there is. They were See? just kind of hugging. Terrence Trent Darby. He lost his, his balance. First of all, he goes on to make the album, my favorite album, the one I would take to yeah. a desert island with oh, me. Oh, perfect, because nobody else would want to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, and you're not going to be there, so don't Thank worry about God. it. God. Oh, God, this song just irritates the oh, crap out of me. I However, you guys should really keep fighting. <laughs> However, Sean is strangely turned on by this. I'm really enjoying this. Because usually it's me who's You want to turn the lights down there so you can... Just like in the Italian booth. He... Oh, my God. He is a genius. I'm innocent here. He... Oh, I... I like Symphony or Damn, too. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go buy... His thing of Frankie and Giant, I'm going to go buy that on iTunes. It's really... It's good. They sell it on iTunes. All right, let's go. We ready? We can all come together with number one, can we not? Yes, we can. Ready? You know what's coming. The infamous Kokomo by the Beach Boys. I hate this song with the white hot passion of a thousand suns. Can I say this though? Can I say something though? When this uh, song first came out, I kind of dug it. No, no! yeah, because it's in the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise, and when they're it's always sucked, and I blame yeah. Stamos. Stamos, <laughs> remember <laughs> Stamos is yes. in the video? I think he plays yes, on it too. Yes, he, is. Like, he plays you're on it. You're watching the thing, you're like, what? In the, did I just see Stamos? I he, thought it was like having an acid flashback. This Stamos song is everything that I saw that was wrong with the Beach Boys. You want I couldn't even listen. You want to know something really, really, really depressing? What is that? I interviewed Mike Love from the Beach Boys, and he wears not only wears this song as a badge of pride, but it is the most successful song in the Beach Boys canon. Kokomo. How so? I mean, be- oh my God, sales were huge for this. Well, that's song. crazy. But isn't it a matter of like inflation though? I mean, a a, a Beach Boy single cost it's however so much in 1988 versus no. whatever it would in the 60s. Regardless, regardless, really? it is. It's it's up there, and they'll I be think remembered that, for this. And you know, not not to get into the whole Beach Boys um, legacy, but I mean, you know, there's really weird feelings between Brian Wilson, who yeah. is a genius, a genius, one of the great uh, yeah. you know pop Pet artists sounds. in American you know history, and Mike Love, who has always been like the douche yeah, <laughs> of, the, exactly. of the Beach Boys and he's really like taciturn and condescending and it, interviewing him it was all I can do you know he's like he still kind of says nice things about Brian because he has to he has to you know I think but by, at a, the same I think time, by the court of law at the same time <laughs> he also like I mean he really hypes Kokomo like it's it was you know <sighs> Stairway to Heaven <laughs> 
but it's real. You know, it's sad. oh I mean, god. You know, it's Every so time I hear that song, I just want to punch him in the face. God, I, I'm looking at the notes right here. I just got to read this, which is even more shocking. Kokomo was nominated uh, in the Grammy Award category, category Best Song Written for a Motion Picture in 1988, but it lost. Jesus. Poor, oh wow. To Phil Collins' Two Hearts from Buster. 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 And oh. When Steve was, was compiling the list, he's like, I got to put Collins on. I'm like, oh, yeah, two hearts. He's like, no, no, groovy kind of love. I'm like, Jesus. Oh. Phil Collins, 88, Eight. took down Collins, took down Elton John. John. Jeez, they all went down. Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. I, this, I have to say, we've been doing this now for almost a whole decade here. And I got to say that 1988 might be the worst. My heart's still pounding from the Terrence Trent Darby. Oh, yeah. stop. But, and that's the one bright but, but spot I, but I in 1988. I feel full of hatred and uh, of, of music right now. I feel, and of uh, Sean Daly. Why? And, uh, what? And me. And, and a little bit of Kathy Wass, but we'll make you up for it later. And, oh, um, yeah. but, but, in but your you're dreams, right. I saw the look she just gave you. You ain't, I know. You, you're you going to be... You're gonna be uh, spending a lot of time looking at her. Look at her. Look at her. her, uh, her, (laughs) She's got her arms crossed. Her body language. You know what she would do if if you came to Vegas and McLean came to Vegas, you would sleep with him just to spite me, wouldn't you? Bring it. And then you get the legend tattooed (laughs) on your arm. Legend. You'd walk out of the room like the legend. It's Uh, true. It's true. He Uh, does have an accent. Yeah, it could happen. I like the legend. I think he's a body <laughs> son of a bitch, but he's a funny guy. He'll get yeah. away with it. I say something like, "Oh, it wasn't a rape scene," and I get oh, vilified. It was a they rape were just scene. hugging, right, Steve? <laughs> they were just hugging. She wasn't trying to get out of the car. She his, wasn't hitting he him. He lost his balance. That's all I can say. <sighs> That's you know what, Steve? In a you've court said of law, that many a time. In the court of law, you should never defend yourself, you know? <laughs> I need no representation. Your Honor, it was just hugging. It was just squeezy, hugging. squeezy. Oh. 30 years. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> hey, that's all we got for you this week. Ten horrible songs. That should really hold you over for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it should. Sadly I'm enough, though, we will happy. actually be back again with another show, and, and we'll have to recreate the hatred. I don't think it's going to take that much work. It won't. We thank our special thanks to the Beach Boys for really uh, solidifying our hatred of all music in the 80s in general. In the meantime, myself, Sean Daly, and the lovely Kathy Wass. See, lovely. Okay, yeah, keep, keep working. Totally unworthy of Steve McLean, the legend. <laughs> Stand here, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s. Ciao. Go down the Duck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Ah, that, ah, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> mm.